Hey everybody, it's The Wake Up for Monday, July 13th, 2020. Here's what's happening in the entertainment industry, media biz, and social platforms, including Warner Brothers bringing Batman to HBO Max, as well as some other headlines, but a pretty quiet start to the middle of July. And of course, a check-in with my favorite non-alcoholic brew, Athletic Brewing. And a bit of a sad note to the start of the week as John Travolta announced that his wife Kelly Preston died yesterday after a two-year battle with breast cancer. Kelly was 57 years old. Now over to Hollywood. Warner Brothers is not wasting any time putting Matt Reeves to work after signing him to that overall TV deal last week. They've signed famed Sopranos writer and Boardwalk Empire creator Terrence Winter to create a Batman TV series for HBO Max. Matt Reeves will exec produce, which will exist in the same universe as Matt Reeves' upcoming film, The Batman. That's according to The Hollywood Reporter. It'll likely focus on the Gotham Police Department, but no word of any talent from the film will appear in the series. Stephen King has published a collection of four novellas last week, and three have now been optioned for films. There is also a deal for the fourth, though it's pending as it involves elements from his recent HBO series The Outsider, according to Deadline. Ben Stiller optioned the one called Rat to produce, direct, and star in himself. Darren Aronofsky optioned The Life of Chuck, though only to produce. And Ryan Murphy and Blumhouse will adapt Mr. Harrigan's phone over at Netflix with blindside writer John Lee Hancock handling the script. The story revolves around an old billionaire who befriends a young kid, and the two continue to communicate via text and voicemail when the billionaire is buried with his first iPhone. Obviously, he didn't have AT&T. Yeah, burnt. Otherwise, just a few odds and ends to note. HBO canceled Run after just one season, but FX decided to put a ring on it with Kate Blanchett after their Mrs. America experience, signing an exclusive first-look deal with her production company, Dirty Films. Sony has moved yet another movie into 2021, announcing that their Screen Gems adaptation of the video game Monster Hunter from director Paul W.S. Anderson is moving from September 4th to April 2021. And according to Bloomberg, uh, former pop TV head Brad Schwartz has exited Audible as chief content officer after less than a month. It seems that some Audible employees discovered an old sexual harassment suit at Pop TV, which didn't name Brad as a defendant, but it was something he had a connection to, making Audible employees uncomfortable with his addition to their company. Brad did not make any comment of his own along with his departure. Next up, over to the media biz and social platforms. With a pretty shocking revelation at Fox News, even for Fox News, Amazon sending and retracting a mysterious TikTok email on Friday, and a new round of celebrity divorces. Man, what happens when we hit like month 10 of the coronavirus? And today's pop quiz? Three of the four novellas in Stephen King's 1982 collection called Different Seasons also became films. One was Brian Singer's Apt Pupil, the second was the classic Shawshank Redemption, and a third was based on his novella The Body, which became a very popular 80s coming-of-age movie. What was it? The answer after a break for a non-alcoholic beer from Athletic Brewing. So it's a short podcast today, so let's keep it to a short break. And I'll admit my taste in rom-coms may be a little suspect, but uh, my taste in beer is not. And Athletic Brewing is really like the true north of non-alcoholic beer. And for those of you who maybe don't drink beer, and not for the gluten reasons, uh, don't think of it as a beer. It's just a light, refreshing, low-calorie drink that's delicious. Just go to athleticbrewing.com shop. The shipping is free when you order two six-packs. And they don't have to be the same beer. You can get two six-packs of different styles, so you can find your favorite. Athleticbrewing.com shop, and I put the link directly in the episode show notes, just like a guy in a rom-com.
And now the answer to today's pop quiz. Stephen King's The Body was adapted into Stand By Me. That's Rob Reiner's seminal 1986 film for anyone coming of age in the 80s. Now over to the media biz and social platforms. I normally stay away from the dumpster fire that is Fox News, but uh, this was definitely a new one, even for them. The longtime head writer for Tucker Carlson's show resigned on Friday after CNN Business was tipped off that he's been posting to racist Facebook groups for the past few years. Wait, there are racist groups on Facebook? The writer, Blake Neff, posted under the name Charles VII on the Facebook groups, in addition to chat groups on more clandestine services. Blake made no comment to go with his resignation, which came after CNN sent the proof they uncovered to Fox News on Thursday night seeking comment. Fox News said they condemned Blake's postings and that Tucker will address it tonight if you care to see the spin for yourself. The 163-year-old McClatchy newspaper group, who runs 29 papers in total, such as the Miami Herald, Kansas City Star, and Sacramento Bee, is now owned by its largest debt holder. That would be New Jersey-based Chatham Asset Management, according to Axios. This was the outcome of the company's bankruptcy proceedings, which moved the company from being family-owned to now private equity-owned. Amazon and TikTok had a fun Friday, according to CNBC. The world's largest retailer sends an email out to employees that they need to take the TikTok app off of their phones or would have to lose access to their company email accounts on their phone, citing security risks, but then uh, soon sent out a follow-up email saying, just kidding, and basically uh, all good. Because yeah, that definitely sounds like it was somebody at the company uh, just riffing. But according to Bloomberg, Wells Fargo told their employees to remove the TikTok app from their work phones like for real last week due to privacy and security concerns. No new programming notes on this Monday, although according to The Cut, it was a tough weekend in celebrity breakups. First, Army Hammer and his wife, Elizabeth Chambers, announced on Instagram that they're divorcing after 10 years of marriage and two kids together. Then Darius Rucker and his wife of 20 years announced that they are consciously uncoupling. And yes, they actually use that term. And looks like Bill Hader and Rachel Bilson's courtship is over after about a year. That one, according to People. Bill and his ex-wife Maggie Carey split back in 2018 after 12 years and three kids together. Also, Will and Jada smashed the record for most views of a Facebook original series this weekend. With their discussion about Jada's affair, Trist, uh, with singer August Alsina, the episode of her Facebook Watch series, Red Table Talk, had 15 million views in its first 24 hours, according to Deadline. But uh, hey, let's finish off on a happier note with someone who found love again after divorce. As Katy Perry dropped her latest single over the weekend called Smile. The Spotify link is in the show notes. And if you dig this here podcast, it's a big help if you give it a share on your LinkedIn. Don't keep me all to yourself uh, or just post it out on the company Slack. I mean, it's Monday, so uh, not much else going on. But uh, have a great day, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. Uh-